I assure you that to win it baby once again another episode of the common chaos podcast i'm your host brian kern hope you're all having a lovely lovely day it is november 11th one week removed from election day and i think we're doing okay cities aren't burning yet people aren't declaring civil war yet i think we're i think we're doing okay uh despite results that people may not like or have wanted i'm gonna remain uh, quiet about it until it comes up and someone asks me, but you know, Hey, we got an answer so far, so far. We almost didn't have an answer, but we got an answer and it looks like Joe Biden's going to be our president. Interesting stuff. Last time you heard from me, might've been on the apocalypse now episode episode that I did on election night, which was quite fun. Thank you for tuning into that and participating. If you did, I had a couple friends jump in, uh, that was that was a blast. I really enjoyed doing that, and I think that that's going to be something we're going to make a little bit more a little bit more frequently here. Bring Apocalypse Now back, or or some form or fashion of it, but get the live stream going again. That was fun. Before we get into it this week, got to talk some formalities, as usual. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Fightback CBD. Fightback CBD was my first sponsor here, and uh, probably one of the uh, one of the companies that really defines what giving back really means. And Justin McClenney is, uh, is one of the most, uh, selfless individuals that I've probably ever met. You can hear about him and what makes him tick and why he started fight back CBD and why he started going down the route of helping people and, and, and taking care of himself and those around him. Uh, on episode number 59, if you head on over to the website or wherever you're listening to this, episode 59 features him and we go in about the product and what it means and essentially it's Texas' most popular fight ba- or, uh, CBD product and it is probably one of the most supported in terms of athletic endorsements. Uh, it is used by Bellator athletes. It is used by uh, former UFC athletes. It's used by some professional jiu-jitsu practitioners. The roster of CBD athletes goes on and on and on and on and on. And uh, not only does Justin give back to the community and your everyday fighter uh, or athlete, what have you, but he also gives back to those that need it. Uh, he himself is a recover- in, is in recovery and he supports those that are also in recovery or on their way to recovery and he gladly sponsors and endorses anybody looking for help if you head on over to fightbackcbd.com and check out their about us section you can find out how justin gives back via his recovery scholarship program it is probably one of the coolest things that uh i've been able to promote through this podcast and uh it has definitely been able to help people that that i've come in contact with and justin's again a phenomenal human being and is doing what he 
can to give back to the community. They have vapes. They have brand new bath bombs in like 12 different styles, including pumpkin spice. So get your ass some CBD bath bombs. Uh, one of my personal favorite products they have is their melatonin uh, night version of their CBD. It has melatonin and lavender in it, so it'll put your ass to sleep. They've got ranked rash guards, some cool t-shirts, and you can save 20% because you're a listener of the podcast. That's right. 20% off your entire order at fightbackcbd.com. Use the promo code CHAOS. A portion of the profits go to people in recovery in the scholarship program that I was just talking about. So head on over to fightbackcbd.com backslash about. Check out what they have to do and how Justin's giving back to the community. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Phoenix Fit, fnxfit.com. You guys can save 15% on any supplement any piece of apparel, any piece of workout equipment. Phoenix Fit is a USA-made optimization fuel fucking fitness company. Sorry if the page is loading. Basically, they're a fitness supplementation company. Check them out, guys. Phoenix Fit, fnxfit.com. Um, they reached out to me for uh, via the podcast, uh, and I'm assuming the jiu-jitsu MMA aspect that I have and, and the different segments and stuff that I've got going with that. And, uh, you know... I was reluctant because there's a lot of these newer fitness companies coming out uh, trying to endorse smaller athletes or smaller programs or and you know it's a lot of uh, clickbaity type nonsense that you get through Instagram and Twitter and a lot of that right so I was skeptical going into it but uh, the gentleman that reached out to me Chase shout out to Chase from Phoenix uh, he was like hey man I know that this is this seems like one of those brands but check out the backstory they started as a small gym in Ohio and basically blew up out of the gym into this company that was making their own, uh, or into a, a smaller, I guess, company that was making their own supplements out of the gym, right? But what they were also doing is they were sharing their fitness stories uh, throughout the gym and throughout the community. And then it spawned into a couple of different gyms and blew up into this whole organization. And now they sponsor your everyday athlete, kind of the same route as uh, Fightback does. Uh, but they also... Uh, endorse professional athletes, uh, professional entertainers, and they mix the two. You, if, if you are one of the ambassadors, they call them, and you team up with them, you get to go into these master classes with a lot of the athletes and all the entertainers that they sponsor. Um, so they make this really cool integrative community, even as a product, even as a, a, a customer. Sorry, as uh, if you were to just go through the website and purchase something, uh, they give you full access to all of their blogs, all of their health and fitness recipes, all of their, uh, their uh, they've got like a bunch of fitness tutorials and things like that. Just from being a customer, just by making a purchase through their website, you get access to a lot of their content that they have available. Um, and, and they are another company that's given back. So check this out, uh, a statistic that they have on their website. If you head on over to phoenixfit.com and go to about, you're going to figure out about their, uh, hashtag live program. Their live program is their dedication to giving back to, uh, people in need of clean, fresh water. So, uh, one in 10 people in the entire world goes without clean water every single day. And a lot of, uh, up to 80% of those is our children or under the age of, I believe adolescents or children. And anyways, anything that you purchase through phoenixfit.com, they donate a gallon of free water or a 
gallon of clean water to a child in need. And so far, they've been able to donate over 350,000 gallons of water. So that means that they've been able to generate enough traffic to donate 350,000 gallons of clean water to children in need all across the world. Here in the U.S., uh, in other parts of the world, other countries, they are taking an initiative, not just in their local community, but in their global community. And they're making a huge impact. And that's anything. That's if you buy through my promo code. That's if you just go to phoenixfit.com and buy it straight out. No matter how you purchase it or where you purchase it or what code you use, uh, anything you buy, you will get a gallon of, do- of water donated in your name to a child in need. If you spend over $100, you actually get free shipping. So check that shit out too. And uh, right now, I believe they're doing a Veteran Day discount as well. So you can head on over to there because today is Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans out there. Head on over to phoenixfit.com. Use the promo code CHAOSFNX, C-H-A-O-S-F-N-X, and you can save 15% on your entire order. Check them out now, phoenixfit.com. All right, got that out of the way. How long was that? Eight minutes. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Hey, had to get another episode out of the way, guys. Had to come in, talk about some stuff that's on the mind, talk about some stuff that's been going on. Um, the election, that was crazy. I had a, I had my friend Alex Stranger in here about a week and a half ago. We were a couple days before the election, and we were talking about uh, how crazy it could potentially get. And uh, all of our predictions were wrong. Uh, I predicted that Trump was going to win. Uh, it looked like he was going to win. The Red Mirage is what they were calling it. And me and me and him touched on that actually. And and he actually said that he thought Biden was going to win, but it was going to look like Trump was going to win. So Alex Alex hit it on the head. Um, and we we said that there would probably be some a little bit of craziness happening, but so far so good from from what I've heard, from what I've been. Uh, from what I've been trying to dig into, nothing too crazy. Nobody's revolting. Nobody's showing up anywhere with guns. I know that there's been some fake posts and some fake, uh, some fake like headlines on Facebook and stuff where people are talking about rolling out or no longer are they standing by, as uh, Trump told them to do during the uh, during the debates. So everything so far seems to be good. Uh, you know, and I'm glad because I think a lot of people were hung up on this on this election, on this particular, uh, this particular time of year, this particular day. Uh, and it's good. All right. I think over the last four years, a lot of people have gotten involved. A lot of people have become more engaged in terms of politics and in terms of, uh, their, their, their community, their government, their local laws, whatever, what have you, right? How their world is how their immediate world not only affects them, but how it also affects the people around them and the world around them, right? And I think a lot of people had to focus on that during COVID and being locked inside and faced with a reality you're probably not used to or uh, accustomed to. Scary times. So I think that that a lot of people were hung up on that. And I was listening to Rogan and I forget the gentleman's name off the top of my head, but it's his most recent episode. So I think the first one after Biden was announced and he uh, made a comment about how it's kind of nice just to see people happy. And, you know, I I guess that's true. You know, I'm glad that everything's going smoothly. Glad nobody's losing their shit, which as of now is proving that uh, cooler heads prevail. Right. And that's ultimately, I think, the goal in, in, in all of this. And you know, leading up to the election, people were losing friends. You know, I talked to a lot of people that were complaining about other people online and, and, and posts. And of course, it all took place over social media, over the the weird 
cesspool that that's become. Um, but hey, we made it through, right? So have a have a drink to that. I'm drinking some Topo with some uh, with some Fightback CBD in it. If you guys do get any any CBD or or you do get the product, I appreciate it. Uh, obviously, Fightback and Phoenix Fit they they hook me up when you guys go through that process and get the product using my codes. So it's always nice to hear about. Uh, new customers and shit that they get via the podcast. That's always nice. But uh, Justin, one of his most recent products are these flavored drips that he's got, right? These flavored oils. And he's got uh, a really good Fruity Tootie one. Tastes like uh, Fruity Pebbles. And then right now I've got one that's uh, Blue Dream. And it tastes like uh, blueberries. And it's fucking phenomenal. And what I'll do is I'll drop in my Topo. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. And that's something I want to talk about. Recovery is pretty important. I know that uh, No Nut November, No Shave November, Movember, all that stuff's going on. Sober October just happened. and We did a challenge last year. I had someone reach out to me and ask me about a challenge this year and what was going on. And I didn't, I'm not doing anything. Um, you know, we talked about doing something, me, Andrew, a couple people that did it last year. And uh, obviously, you know, Sober October, a couple different ones went on, right? Obviously, Rogan did his again. There was, uh, there was the, the fight champions on, over on the East Coast doing theirs again. So, you know, and I think the idea of a challenge and getting people involved in this, I don't know, this idea of, of, of doing something productive and, and, and bettering yourself in a way is, is pretty fun. So I'm a sucker for him, but I didn't do any one in October. Sorry. I apologize if anybody was looking forward to that. Um, but I have started strong lifts, strong lifts going into, uh, November. That was my plan, a uh, 10 week, uh, routine going through the strong lifts five by five routine. I've done that a couple of times and I've always been pretty happy with the results and, uh, pretty, you know, pretty impressed with like the gains and stuff. I've never done a 10 week one. Longest I've done is eight, uh, you know, and then the shortest I've done is four just to kind of have more of like a, a maintain type of uh type of program but deciding to do 10 weeks i started november 1st and something that's been really important is recovery uh, making sure that i'm not sore i have not lifted since march 15th march 15th was the last time i lifted march 16th i went to work and then that night uh, we officially closed starting the, the, the COVID issues, right? That's when a lot of businesses closed, I think on the 15th of, of March, if I'm not mistaken. And so, yeah, I remember that date very specific other than like kettlebells and, you know, some strength and conditioning, nothing heavier than a 50 pound kettlebell kettlebell. So, you know, I've been, haven't been putting in much of the heavy lifting as they say, but I am now and I'm what, 11 days in. So I've done four routines. My fifth routine is tomorrow. Um, I've also been using, uh, Phoenix Fit has a product called Revive, which is their, uh, their BCAAs, their basic chain amino acids. And whoo, that, so something that I love about them too, not to just fucking flaunt them again, but, uh, again, talking recovery, I, uh, I've been doing like salt baths, Epsom, Epsom salt baths, which has been fucking phenomenal. Uh, I've been using my massage gun a lot, which has been great. And I've, I've obviously I know I'm gonna get sore because I'm putting on a pretty good amount of weight, and I'm gonna be um, going at a pretty decent pace. And I'm also gonna continue doing jujitsu and uh, MMA and all the other stuff too, right? So I'm gonna be getting a lot of workouts in, probably doing five, six days a week. And something that is uh, is really at the at the forefront of my mind is making sure that I'm recovering properly. I'm, I'm staying loose, I'm stretching. 
I'm going to try to get some yoga in later tonight. You know, I, I've got to make sure that I'm maintaining the body and, and, and keeping that sharp. And, uh, I've been feeling really, really good. And I can only, I can only chalk it up to what I've been doing. Right. And so baths, soak, soaking, if you guys are out there and you're, you're training or you're getting ready for a competition or you just want to feel good, Epsom salt baths are phenomenal. Like 20 minutes. Oh, so good. Fuck. They feel phenomenal. All right. I'm going to go off on a tangent there. Uh, but yeah, strongness. I'm 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 pretty excited about that because uh, one of my guests coming up, his name is uh, Christian McKagan. He is uh, the frontman of a band out here called Virtue, and he also has a podcast called the Max Effort Podcast. Shout out Christian, uh, go check that out on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I believe it's on Spotify as well. It's called Max Effort Podcast. Virtue is a hardcore band out here in Austin, Texas. He's going to be on here. He's a personal trainer over at the gym that I go to. Uh, and he's fucking, he has a phenomenal story going from being like 350 plus, if I'm not mistaken, to just being this jacked, shredded. He could be in uh, a competition. I'm, I'm, I'm almost fucking positive. I've never seen him, you know, in his fucking Speedo, but I mean, the dude is jacked. Quads for days, fucking broad shoulders, and a complete transformation from what he was. And I think that goes to show what someone can do even when they're not in like a tumultuous time right i think he, he just was getting into shape because he understood that his health was at risk and i mean obviously internally he was probably battling something but i think with covid uh everybody was pressed to make a change and go big or go home and really make a difference because they saw a lot of other people struggling and i think they didn't want to fall into that trap and it it's you know I, I felt that I took took that path. I wanted to make sure that I came out on the other end on the on you know on the on the uptick, not on the on the downside. And I, I don't I don't even think that the other end has happened yet. I don't I can't pretty sure that we're gonna be going through this for quite some time. But uh my point being that people can find motivation in different ways and uh find the just the drive and the, the action to wanna you know, push through something or accomplish something in, in a lot of different ways. And, uh, for me lately, it's just been, I've got to just channel a lot of this anger and a lot of this weird feelings towards, uh, you know, and I don't want to say that it's been the election. I don't want to say that it's been this, because it's ch- chalking it up to politics and, and, you know, I, I don't like blaming one singular thing for, for needing to, uh, for being angry or happy or sad or whatever. It's just life. Life is a culmination of so many different things, uh, blending in and out and balancing together. And it's, there can't be one thing that's just ruining your life. Right. But you know, maybe there is, maybe there's one singular cause that's, you know, affecting the ripples that are going up, you know, that are spreading out and causing the, the, the fractures in the other area. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's ever one thing's problem, you know, or at least not, consistently maybe in the moment and I think with that being the case you have to be able to channel those the 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 why you're feeling that way and what's causing you to feel that way and I don't really necessarily know if it's been the politics or the weird like tension in the air I've definitely felt something as of late uh but just fucking kicking my own ass has been one thing that has kept me in tune and I guess in line and and not going crazy uh, I don't know where I was going necessarily with that tangent, but I'm just, I'm not losing my mind, you guys, and I'm fucking I'm excited. And something that really also motivated me was, 
or I guess not even motivated me to like pump me up, got me kind of excited is that regardless of how the election went, it was just like this churning of a page. And even if shit did get kind of weird, I was like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> I guess there's, if there's ever a time to be alive, it's now 2020 season of earth getting weird, getting real weird, you know? And, but it, what sucks is there's like nothing too wild that was like, wasn't going to come out of nowhere. You know, we knew you were either going to get Biden or Trump. One side was going to be happy. The other side was going to be sad. Uh, you know, what have you. There's been a, a smooth hush on like Facebook and stuff. I haven't seen many people go nearly as hard as they were going during the terms. Um, but you know, whatever people get, you know, salty, get sad. I understand. I'm really curious as to who fucking went out and voted for, uh, voted for my boy Kanye. What's up? 60,000 of you motherfuckers went out and voted for him. Wrote his name on that ballot or, or checkmarked whatever. I don't even know if he was on, he wasn't on the Texas ballot. I know that, but I don't know if he was on there as like a ride-in possibility. Uh, I didn't check to see what states he was eligible. I know he was only eligible for like 17 of them, but hey, to pull 60,000 votes, that means 60,000 people. Uh, you know, a lot of people are griping about the number of votes Trump got. Well, hey, 60,000 people wanted Kanye. 60,000 people wanted love and a slightly different sense of narcissism. Regardless of it, though, they wanted him. You know, I think he had a lot of good stuff to talk about. He was on Rogan if nobody listened to it. I took some notes on it, and I, I just, I, I in no way expected Kanye to win president presidency to, for him to take any any type of throne or anything. But my God, what would it take? This is a question that, I mean, I have gotten several answers to it because I've asked a shit ton of people and no answer, regardless if it's aligned with how I feel or if it's, uh, if it's clashed with how I felt, no answer has made me want to, no answer has provided me with enough like solace to go, okay, that's what that's what it's going to take. That's what we need. My question is, what is it going to fucking take for some for someone like Kanye? Oh man, that's a, that's bad. Maybe it's the way I'm asking the question. Kanye West was so convicted in love and so convicted in making a change for the people and taking care of the people. And it came from a place that seemed so wholehearted and so good. It came from a place of 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 experience and and empathy and like he felt he's felt things before and he wanted to make sure that people don't feel those things because it hurts right and the way that he was talking about how he would how he would you know base all his decision making on love and get the best people together and make sure that they understand that all the working pieces together understand what it means to really love not just yourself and your people that you're around, but anybody, you know? And and I don't necessarily know if, a, if Kanye even does love everybody, right? But he surely talks like he does. He talks in a very Jesus-esque manner. And I, I, I just, what would it take for a country to get behind someone like that, to get behind a Kanye, to get behind, what would it take for 60,000 people to go to 320 million people? and 330 billion people, sorry, 330 billion people, and, no, 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 sorry, (laughs) again, 
330 million people in the United States. I've got world population billion. 330 million people in the United States. What would it take for a majority of them to go for someone that's so just entrenched in the idea of love? I'll say that because we don't really, I mean... Kanye is a different person, right? He's not your average person. I don't think anybody that is running for president is, but, you know, he's not your standard career politician, which was a little bit of the grab for Trump, right? He wasn't your career politician. He had exposed some things within the political landscape that were kind of troublesome and and, and uh, corrupt or dirty, if, if you will, even though he himself is dirty and corrupt, which was weird. But he was he was definitely highlighting some uh, atrocities within the political like scheme, and you know I think that that's why a lot of people supported him. Uh, and something that is just kind of awe-inspiring is okay. Well, if you if you can trip a nerve by speaking a little bit of truth or just highlighting a, a little bit of a shaded area that's being kept, you know, and you're you're providing people a feeling of of reassurance, right? You're reassuring them that hey, I am being honest with you because I'm exposing secrets, even though Trump is fucking definitely not being honest. But he was he was playing that card, right? And he was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna build trust by exposing the secrets that the dirty politicians are doing, and I'm gonna make you love me. And the people loved him, that's for sure. And they they loved him more this time. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but more people loved him this time than the last time. Anyways, uh, yeah, so. Uh, he played that part pretty well and he won now what would it take for someone that is basing their campaign on love no no yeah he's got to have some political campaign ideas right obviously he's got to have some plan of attack on how to run the country but if everything you're doing is based out of a place of love first and foremost like is that ever going to build trust are people ever going to get behind that you know that's like a Mahatma Gandhi character that's a jesus character you know and he, he was crucified gandhi's not being fucking propelled to any you know i mean he's gandhi but he's not the fucking dalai lama like anybody that's been really peaceful like ever, ever a world leader no I, don't, I you know i don't think that that's how it works but i just i wonder like what would you what would it take for someone that's not a career politician you know, and maybe has a perspective like a Kanye, like, hey, we need to take care of everybody first. We need to have socialized, like, at least medicine and healthcare, and make sure that, and maybe education, make sure that we're propping people up so they can be successful and we're taking care of them. You know, we're not stri- leaving them in debt. We're not, you know, uh, leaving them to be sick and die, especially after the pandemic. We're not leaving people to lose their jobs and go unaccounted for we're not such a populous country where we're just not caring about a large portion of them and i think that if we were to get someone that was just really rooted in love you know or maybe like a running mate that was rooted in love i don't know i think like if you got a kanye and you got people like him to support a candidate that is what you would really get you know i think if you got a lot of people like kanye and these uh, activists, celebrity types, these, 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 uh, influencers, if you will, but I'm talking real influencers, right? You know, I think if you get them to support a specific candidate or if they are infatuated by a candidate's, uh, whatever their ideas or their plans, and then that's what, that's what you really, that's how I think where it needs to go. This is a fucking trip, man. The next four years are going to be wild. Next four years are going to be fucking weird. I don't understand 
I don't... I don't know. Yay or nay was going to be the name of this episode, but that's not going to be the name of the episode anymore. Uh, because I just... I can't give him that much credit, you know? Yeah, I can. Kanye, thank you for doing that, man. Thank you for speaking speaking the truth. He prayed on Rogan. I think that was the first time someone's ever prayed on Rogan, too. That was heavy. Uh, here's another thought that I wrote down. What does it seem that we're destined for, right? I mean, every I think everyone has this idea of a utopia. Maybe not a utopia, but everybody has this idea that there's just going to be like an ultimate order. Everything's going to be taken care of and accounted for and everyone's going to be okay and happy and free and liberated and uh, reaping the benefits of being an American and all that. Like everyone's going to be able to take advantage of that, all 330 million. Uh, that's a stretch. It is a stretch, but you definitely want to take, I think, the totalitarian approach and you know, good for all, right? Or the, the, the greater good, if you will. And I think if you can take care of most of the people, then that you're doing good, right? You're doing your job. But, you know, I think there's this idea that there's going to be this ultimate order or this ultimate, like, good, prevailing good or prevailing order. And things just going to be dandy. Everything's going to be fine. But in retrospect... I think when you want to, when you try to attain that, all you get is ultimate chaos. You get this weird friction or, or resistance that's, you know, if you if you if you read the the War of Art, it talks about resistance, and that's like the that's the anti art is is resisting that and and not just following through on whatever creative desires or ideas you might have and following through on your work and your ethic and your discipline and your your true potential following through on that when you don't do that you're resisting and uh i think that that's that's true in in the in the sense that you know it's it's not good resistance isn't good you want to try to remove resistance but again when you want everything to be perfect and you want everything to be fine i think you get you get resistance innately i think you create resistance in a weird way i mean look at what's going on like there's there's this need to make everything like cushioned and safe and censored and protected and there's this fucking resistance against it there's this no we need to be tough we need to be hardened we need to be disciplined we need to be we need to lick our you know take our our hits and and, and keep on going and fucking be tough and pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and i know that that's like a fucking right right leaning thing to say right and then the left or take care of us all and healthcare for all and all this like we all got to be safe and and like, hey, yeah, you want everybody to be safe, but at the same time, you also don't want there to be this deterioration of what makes everything so good here. You don't want to deteriorate the values and the, the hard work and the hard ethics that it takes to forge this impenetrable fucking mentality that is the fucking best, right? Because that's what America is. America is the best. Well, if you want to be the fucking best, you got to train like it and do all these other weird cliche shit to be the best. And that comes from perseverance, not being safe and protected. But I understand the need to save and protect. Like, yes, that's a virtue. You want to be the hero. You want to fucking 
take care of people and and be that savior and it's just like man you get this fucking you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't and you just get this chaos you get this chaos that's just um it's it's a fucking 2020 has been just the most ridiculous year of all time and it seems like it's on if you're looking at a speedometer it is fucking at like 70, 80, and it's revving up. Or at least it was before the election. Again, it has toned down, and I'm glad that it has. But what are we doing? Like, are we are we bracing for something bigger? Are we, you know, there's a big... I, I had a post on Reddit, and it, it's still up there if you guys want to go check it out. But it kind of blew up. It's got, you know, and I was really excited because I again me and my questions I asked hey people from the outside the US what's our fucking problem and how do we fix it and a lot of people pointed to the fact that we try to police everything and everybody we've become the world police and we've already reached this stature where we don't really have much to worry about okay most of us here in the United States are doing okay we're doing pretty good right and obviously we're going through the waves and this year it was a lot of ups and downs the peaks and valleys this year you know it 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 ebb and flowed and shit got crazy and it highlighted i think a lot of weak areas within this great thing we have and one of those weak areas is just how like we literally don't have anything to really complain or fight about you know shit isn't going hard for us and so maybe we're creating our own problems. And that's what a lot of people said. A lot of people said, you guys create your own issues. You guys lean real hard on these little issues. Not to say that like the police brutality or the race thing are little issues, but they were talking about how, hey, all these little things compound into these big, exaggerated, what, exaggerated, exasperated exaggerated i know that exaggerated is what i want to say but anyways this exaggerated meltdown because it bottles up it's like this weird you know we don't have anything else to really worry about so then we focus on all these little little things and then they bubble into these bigger things and then it just explodes because instead of having like i guess a more nuanced way of going about things we i don't know but what how it translated to me was we don't have much bad shit going on on externally so we have to create it internally because we're creatures of habit and there's got to be this you know call to fucking unify and 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 have a have a win and have a victory because that's what we're fucking used to right we're the fucking we win everything we're the best and that's what we're used to and now that there's not really anything externally for us to do that on uh we've already fucking raped and pillaged and gone about our our business elsewhere uh we're kind of imploding and ironically enough everybody wants to bring things back to the u.s and bring it back over here stateside and and do everything here and there we have too much involvement outside and yet i mean look at the way we fucking influence shit anybody see Halliburton's stock go up anybody see their fucking stock blow up after fucking they announced biden winning you know does anybody else see where how even though we're a country that wants to stay here and fucking bring everything back here and 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 focus on us and make us better yeah hey that's the fucking goal but 
Do you see how influential we are to the rest of the world? Do you see how powerful we are in the, with the rest of the world? And if we're imploding from the inside, we're eventually going to lose that. And there's this fucking delicate balance that we've got to maintain here, people. There's a fucking real delicate balance. I don't know if you're zoned in like I am right now, but there's a real delicate balance that we need to maintain here as this just, I don't know, powerful country, this fucking beautiful place where anybody can come to and anybody can uh, be amazing and a badass here, right? You can be awesome here. But at the same time, we've got our own problems and our own issues we've got to work through. And we don't want it to get, we don't want to have fucking, we don't want it to get too chaotic, right? And so there's that balance. What do we do? Do we fucking board up and not let anybody else in? Do we fucking let everybody in? Do we balance it out? Do we talk about balancing it out? Is talking about it a bad thing? Anybody notice the censorship that's going on? Anybody notice that they're cutting away from press conferences? Anybody notice that they will go to a White House press conference and somebody will start talking about voter fraud or some weird shit and they cut away from it? And now here, listen, I'm not a conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a QAnon. I don't believe in that shit. Okay, I, I honestly believe Biden won. Uh, I also believe that there's voter fraud because there is, but I don't believe that there's like voter fraud to the extent to where it is being done in Biden's favor, right? I think you can fraud really any system. But anyways. The fact that the president of the United States is, and I'm so glad that the gentleman that was on Rogan talked about it on his podcast. Uh, he he was very very passionate about how this is wrong. Uh, I'm gonna get his name too right now, just so I'm not steering you guys wrong because I have it. Uh, Dave Smith. His name's Dave Smith, and he fucking went off the rails about how they're cutting away from the press conference because it's news, people. This is fucking news, and. I brought this up to people and people were like, well, you can't just have them up there saying anything they want. And like, yeah, you can, because you as the respectable and credible journalist that is covering this can then go back and say, Hey, listen, folks, let's cover some facts and some, uh, some non-facts here. Let's go over what's accurate about what was said and what's not accurate. First of all, nobody is reporting any evidence of voter fraud. Nobody in the, uh, you know, nobody that's credible anyways, uh, uh, whether it be law enforcement, media, anywhere, anyhow, reporting any evidence of voter fraud, investigation, whatever, right? Uh, or say something, to, say something to the effect of, hey, uh, you know, oftentimes a president will challenge the votes. They have a, a period to do that. Why don't you cover that? And so you can paint a picture for people so they understand what's going on. They don't just think that the president's trying to sue uh, for votes and voter fraud and it's just not this weird fucking crazy thing that's going on. Why don't you do a service to your listeners and your audience and talk about what is going on and what is being said rather rather than censoring. And censoring is a scary thing, man. Hey, I'm going to fucking school for this. This is my fucking wheelhouse. Communication, journalism, freedom of speech, they're literally the most important thing we have in the fucking plan. The plan that made, house, made us as successful as we are is rule number one, freedom to ideas, freedom of speech, being able to be heard. You can't fucking censor it. And the fact that they're doing it is scary, man. That is fucking weird which just goes deeper into the fucking rabbit hole of, hey, do we ever reach this ultimate order? Or on the way to ultimate order, do people recognize that that's not probably the best thing because that that stifles thoughts and ideas and growth and progress. And along that way, to, to, to prevent that, to prevent the, the perfect protected world, you've got to have the chaos that fucking resists against it because sometimes resistance is good and uh, you know again i'm not 
calling for no revolution or anything. I'm just trying to paint that picture. Like, what are we trying to achieve here? We're trying to achieve the greater good for everybody, right? Obviously, that's not chaos. Obviously, that's not the, sh the, the city's burning. I think we all got that message pretty loud and clear over the summer. That's not the answer. And so how do we prevent that? Like, we got to take care of people. We got to take care of each other. We got to take care of our loved ones. <sighs> this is going to be a podcast about being motivated to work out. And it turned in to a fucking doozy. But hey, it was a pulse check for everybody because I know you're all listening and I know that we're live, we're kicking. Uh, again, nothing's burning down and that's good, right? Hopefully these uh, these next four years are, uh, you know, are different than the last four. Maybe let's, let's, let's regroup, right? If there's anything that I felt, it's like an exhale. I believe that I've felt a, a weight being lifted off of a lot of uh, people a lot of things. There's just a clarity, you know, a little, little more room to breathe in this current climate right now. And I think that's what people needed. I think people needed to regroup and recollect themselves a little bit. And then let's hit the ground running, baby. We're not stopping. We're not fucking stopping. No way, no how. Once again, shout out to Five Pack CBD. Save twenty percent. Use the promo code Chaos. FivePackCBD.com phoenixfit.com say 15% use the promo code chaosfnx you guys can check out anything podcast related at commonchaos.net the podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found spotify stitcher apple Podcasts, itunes uh iheart radio google the common chaos on instagram and on twitter of brian of death on instagram and twitter for my personal accounts once again commonchaos.net Hey guys, the best thing you can do for me and the, the best thing you can do to show your support and show that uh, you really appreciate this is by sharing it with a friend or a family member. Uh, it doesn't have to be every episode, obviously. Any episode that you think will resonate with them or resonate with someone that you know, share it with them, subscribe, comment, leave a review. Uh, I, again, cannot do this without you guys. Your engagement, your involvement, your passion about the things that I talk about, and your passion about the topics that you bring to my attention are the only reason that I can do this. And I try to bring you guys the best quality stuff that I can as often as I can. And, you know, a lot of, I've been working a lot on this and I am so thankful for you guys supporting me the way that you do, whether it be buying a product through one of my sponsors or sharing an episode. Uh, it helps tremendously, all of it. I thank you guys again. Until next time, I love you. Peace.